This is People Like Us, a show about Alt-MBA alumni. Here's Jay Klaus from Alt-MBA 12. You have expertise in a lot of things. How did you accumulate this, this really eclectic collection of skills, experience, and, and expertise? Well, that's kind of you to say. I will definitely say I have experience in lots of things. <laughs> expertise is still something that I'm working towards for sure. I think it comes from a couple of things. One, I am very much interested in living a life of my own design and have been for a long time. And the other being almost conflicting at times, I have a lot of interests. And so it's it's really hard to build a life of your own design that is sustainable, that also allows you to explore lots of interests. And uh, so I've, I've been just been on a quest to solve that math problem. <laughs> but, you know, when, when uh, you have a curiosity, an interest in something, I prefer to have the flexibility to go chase that in some way. Usually it's in small ways until I see what a bigger way would look like. And then I decide, you know, is this priority for me to put time into and invest time and energy into right now or not? Otherwise, you know, I, I try something, maybe I don't like it, I let it go. But all of those become data points and pieces of experience that I can share with other people or you will inform future projects, initiatives, things that I do. And, uh, you know, I've just never really felt like I've wasted my time exploring something. And has your life always been to your design or, or was there a moment that you decided to flip the script or take control of your life and be the author of your life? I would say it's never, it hasn't always been that way, right? Because you're, you're raised by a family and you kind of inherit their values and inherit their worldviews. And until you form your own, you're not really living to your own design. So for me, I grew up in a, a family of high school teachers, which was awesome. And I, I felt like I was surrounded with learning and knowledge and it really pushed me. And I'm so grateful for that. When I graduated, I knew that I did not want to be a high school teacher. That was just one of the few things that I knew. I didn't know what I wanted to do. I just knew it wasn't that. So I went to a, a large university where I could explore that. And I went in undecided the way that most kids go to college undecided. But at the Ohio State University, they call that program exploration, which I love. I love that as a construct. And I honestly think that probably played a larger role in my college experience than I give it credit for. And I give it a lot of credit. But one of the things that my exploration advisor told me very, very early on in my freshman year was she said, this is not a magic bean being an exploration won't figure out for you what it is that you want to do. You have to actively explore things and try things. And again, that's like this, this pivotal phrase that keeps coming up lately that I talk about, and I'm realizing it had a pretty big impact on me and led me to say, okay, well, I like writing. What can I do with that? And that led me to the journalism program. And I did that for a little bit. And while exploring the journalism program, which was awesome, by the way, if you can be in the journalism program at Ohio State and cover the Ohio State football team, you're pretty much at the pinnacle of sports journalism as, as a 19-year-old, right? So when I was in that world, I also stumbled upon an entrepreneurship organization at Ohio State. And that lit up something inside of me. I was like, oh, this is interesting. I'm going to check this out. 
And that was really where I think it clicked for me. And I consciously realized that I had more agency in this world than I had previously given myself credit for. Because I was in a pitch competition. I had an idea. I was pitching it in front of judges. And I also saw six of my peers do the same thing, all of them much further along the process than I was. And I could just look at them. And in my brain, I was like, what do you mean? Wait, wait a second. These people have the permission to like have businesses that generate money and they're not trying to get a job after college. Like I, I, I look back at that time and I very much remember just like things breaking in my head. Like, why would I not do that? Why would that not be the thing that I do? Right now, I'm writing about people doing cool things. I could be going and doing cool things. And as you know, a little bit probably now, the funny ironic thing is it's come around full circle. And now I, I teach courses on LinkedIn and I interview people on podcasts. So it's like I've kind of circled all the way back to doing that as well. But that, that experience is what I think set me on my own path of living a life of my own design. After, after college, I started a company with a guy in Cincinnati, Ohio. We ran that for two and a half years, had a successful exit. Then I worked for a company because I said, you know what? I think I need to augment my skills and my knowledge without taking on a huge, very difficult risk that I just did for two and a half years. And about a year into that, I said, okay, that was cool. Now going, going back out on my own again. And I started my business under a collective. And that was, you know, a year and a half ago, right before I did all the MBA 12. So. Yeah, long answer to your question. It's been that way for a while, but not until college, really, I think. Following along that, that journey, how did Alt-MBA come into the picture? Back in January of 2017, I started working with a personal coach. And he had a very specific 12-week program that was really meant to help you identify the things that were important to you and be secure in your own identity so that you could uh, do work that was actually meaningful and aligned to you. And that was a very foundational experience for me. And it also reawakened an interest in learning, frankly. And so I did that program for three months. About a month after I finished working with, with my coach, um, I left my full-time job. And... I was just so interested in paving my own path, learning more and more, being at the edges of what people who were already in the industry and accomplishing things at a high level knew. And, you know, I also had a lot of time on my hands suddenly. <laughs> I mean, now, a year and a half into this, I'm, I feel like I've overbooked my time. But when you first leave your, your job and you're starting to do something, but you're not really sure what it looks like, you suddenly have a lot of time. And so it just felt like, the time was right to invest the kind of time that all MBA demands into the program. And I had been following Seth Godin for a little bit. A couple other individuals had talked to me about all MBA in the past. And so I just said, yeah, time seems right. I'll, I'll make that work. And it really did. The timing was just so, so perfect. It was two months after I had left um, my job. I had just finished up like the test run of my first uh, 12-week program of Unreal. I was marketing the second program, but hadn't started yet. So Alt-MBA was in this window of time right before I started that program. And it informed a little bit of how I operate the program, frankly. And it ended right before I went to uh, Los Angeles for a month. It just worked out really, really well. Um, yeah, so very, very, very glad that I did that. <laughs> 
So continue the theme of exploration. What did you, I guess, what did you explore or discover or how did you level up during Alt-MBA? I think that I was very lucky in that the prompts in Alt-MBA, I could really apply to my fledgling business at the time, Unreal. And so almost completely directly, I was able to apply what I learned in Alt-MBA to Unreal because the prompts were asking me to envision scenarios and think of you know, the intention and thought behind something. And I just applied that to what I was doing. You know, the, the prompts of who is it for? What is it for? What is the brand promise? I was like, this is perfect. I'll use this for, for my business. So it really gave a second level of intentionality and thought behind what I was doing. It helped me with my marketing. It helped me with my messaging. It helped me with how I, I communicated the value proposition to people because I could do it in real time in my group. Uh, I mean, it also helped me understand how I wanted to run the group calls for my business. Like it was, <laughs> it was, it was pretty comparable. So um, for me, it was a lot around intention and communication and building community. It helps with all three of those things. And throughout your life, you've been a part of many communities. What does community mean to you? Or how do you define community? I think community is a really flexible term depending on what you're looking for. And that's the beautiful thing. There are communities for anything out there, which is amazing. There are communities of people who just want to passively learn from somebody. There are communities of people who want to have very small groups and be closely learning directly with somebody. There are communities of people who just want to feel like they belong to a larger group, like the Ohio State alumni community. There are groups of people who want to make the world feel smaller, which may be a a meetup group in New York City of people who graduated from Ohio State, you know? So it's it's a very flex, flexible, adaptable term depending on what you need in the time. But at the core of it, it's it's as if it's a it's a group of people who have a very aligned social contract with one another. And that the rules of that social contract could be completely different in terms of how you communicate, when you communicate, how you don't communicate, the type of activities that you're going to do together. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's very flexible, but as long as a group of people has this aligned and common social contract with one another, that becomes a a community. And so anything that you can do to help individuals find one another and sign that social contract that they're looking for, that is what community building is to me is to say, you guys have the same rules and want to interact in the same ways. I'm going to be that hub that connects you and I'm going to give you a playground or an infrastructure or something to help you do that. That's what a community builder does. That's amazing. That's really important work. Um, I think Seth's even written recently about the value of leading tight knit communities. So you talked about how you were applying a lot of lessons from alt MBA to unreal collective What's what's next for you or Unreal Collective? Thanks for asking that question. And it strikes me that I should give a little bit of context as to what Unreal Collective, what I just kind of refer to as Unreal, is. It began as a 12-week program that was really a facilitated mastermind group. I would take some number of people and put them into groups of five based on their 
projects, their experience, their goals. And I would meet with them weekly after doing a 12-week road mapping exercise about their goals. And those people tend to be creative professionals, entrepreneurs, founders, small business owners, people who are working on their own individual project or business. And I group them together so that together through that community, they will learn from one another, push one another, and ultimately achieve more over a 12-week period than they would do alone. So during Old MBA, I had just finished the first basically beta test of that, um, of that product. And I had five people that worked through it. They had very different backgrounds. I had just basically said, hey, I think I can help you get more done faster. Will you humor me in meeting with me uh, an hour a week with four other people that I've chosen? And they all said yes. And it went well. And I packaged up their testimonials. And then I went into Alt MBA. And the question was, how do I do this at a higher level? How do I market this in a sustainable way and continue to bring people in and people who will actually pay? That was the focus of my time in Alt MBA. Since then, it's gone really well. We've had 60 people, actually 55 people go through the program. And so recently, what I've decided as a large priority for me, and this has already started, I wanted to decouple the brand Unreal Collective from the 12-week program. The 12-week program is now branded as the accelerator underneath Unreal Collective. Unreal Collective, the brand, is a community for founders and freelancers. The 12-week program is an accelerator program that you can do as part of that. And so moving forward, it's continuing in that direction in making community membership more valuable. If you don't want to go through the 12-week program, which is pretty high intensity, that's fine. We still want to be helpful to you in other ways, whether that's just community connection, as I'm talking about, or through uh, what I call guides. And these guides are written and video-based, structured, call it curriculum or pathways, you know, kind of like an online course to work through certain specific um, programs, whether it's building a WordPress site or whether it's launching your personal brand or whether it's building a pitch deck. So the great thing about the Accelerator, I have essentially three or four dedicated customer interviews a week because we have a hot seat format. So every week we have those, those groups will meet and one individual in those groups will spend the bulk of their call talking about where they are and how they're stuck in their business and what kind of help they need. Over time, I started to see some trends, which is awesome. And I understand the, the problems that they have and the questions that they have. And so I'm turning those into products that I can sell without people needing to go through the accelerator program. So that's, that's the main focus. Obviously, at all times, I'm focusing on the small details that make the experience of the program better. But you know, long term, that's where I'm heading. I only have one other question. One of the goals of the show is to help Alt-MBA alumni connect with one another. Um, and this is right up your alley with the idea of building community. It's a fill in the blank. Reach out if blank. Reach out if you're somebody who is living a life of your own design and working really hard to maintain that. Those are my people. That is my tribe. Doesn't matter how you're doing it. If you are working on something because you are just almost compulsively obsessed with it, that's the type of people that I love to talk to. Reach out if you are thinking about building your personal brand 
and that's an important thing, uh, an important initiative for you. I've been putting a framework together. I'm very excited about it. I, I need some people to help me workshop that and make sure it works. Reach out to me if you are a podcaster or interested in podcasts. Been working on a podcast called Upside that I'm very excited about. It's about startups outside of Silicon Valley. We basically mirror the angel investing process by doing independent research, talking to the founder of a company, and then talking about reasons why we would invest in the company or things that give us some hesitance. So I can talk about the podcasting process. I can also uh, talk to you about the angel investment process because of that. So third reason to reach out. Awesome. And and congratulations on, on the podcast. It was recently featured in Fortune. So you're definitely doing work that's getting getting noticed. So keep going. Thanks for listening. Check out the show notes for ways to contact Jay.